This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. And if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, please give us a call at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while on our website, please click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to our program on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a free face-to-face meeting. Now, listeners, this weekend I was out and about running errands and I noticed something that put a smile on my face. People are getting ready to plant their gardens. I mean, is there a sure sign that spring has arrived? At the home store, people were walking out of the door with seeds, garden tools, mulch, weed whackers, you name it. Even the grocery stores I passed had put up their tents for their annual flower sales. And seeing all the gardeners getting ready for the months ahead got me thinking about hard work, growth, and cultivation, three of the biggest elements of gardening. It then occurred to me that those three same phrases could be applied to your financial garden. And with a little hard work, you may be able to transform your financial strategy into something that continues to grow as you carefully cultivate it. But listeners, before we put on our gloves today and start digging into that financial soil, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I have to admit has really grown on me through the years. (laughs) Get it? Grown on you? (laughs) Oh, Nick. Uh, What are we going to do with you? These uh, puns. But I do like the analogy, and it's uh, timely uh, because last weekend... I, for Mother's Day, all my wife wanted was for me to do some yard work and some landscaping in the backyard. Same here. Sounds simple <laughs> enough, but wow, am I sore this week. I I had to clear a bunch of rocks and sand and dirt and wood chips and put down topsoil and some lawn soil to grow <laughs> some grass and put down the seed, water it. Um, and I found out through this process that I'm, I have an, an allergy I didn't previously know about, uh, and that's uh, hard work. I'm allergic <laughs> to hard work, uh, manual labor. So I found that out and uh, a bit achy, but otherwise I've had a great week. How about you? How are you doing? Things are going good. I actually had to do a lot of the same. I did a lot of weed whacking and, and uh, helped my wife get the garden ready this year for sure. Well, good. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. That's good for for uh, what ails you, as my mom would say. It's good for what ails you. Uh, I don't know what that means, but uh, that's what she always tells me. So uh, I think you've picked the perfect time of year for all this, talking about growing a financial garden. Like you said, I've seen people come out of the hardware stores and big box stores with uh, all these gardening supplies and lawn supplies. I think people who don't even garden themselves, you know, seeing those seed packets and hanging baskets for sale is the strongest sign yet, I think, that blue skies and warm breezes are here, or at least on their way, right? <laughs> I'm definitely right there with you on that one. And um, 
To begin, I thought we'd focus on growing the kind of financial garden that provides you with an income in retirement. Think of it as canning your summer-grown fruits and vegetables to get you through the winter months. A Motley Fool article, The Eight Strategies for Retirement Income, has some really good insights I think would certainly help you grow the kind of financial garden that may help sustain you through retirement. The first retirement income seed that you may want to plant in your financial garden is the bucket strategy. Now, this strategy consists of three buckets. The first is your emergency fund and the cash you expect to spend in a short time frame after retirement on things like expenses and major necessary purchases. The funds that you put here should be liquid so that you have convenient access to them. All right, so that's bucket one. That seems pretty straightforward. An emergency fund, and uh, you're, you're always talking about that. Uh, and how we all need that, uh, especially headed into retirement. So what's in bucket number two? Yeah, in bucket number two, it needs to, to hold a bit more than the first bucket because it's intended for money that you're likely going to need for the first three to 10 years after you retire. And working with your financial services professional, you may place some of this money in investment options that fit this time horizon. Essentially, as your first bucket empties, you should be able to turn bucket two on to help you sustain your retirement going forward. Okay, so if I'm following your pattern here, I bet bucket three is for the resources you intend to let just sit for a while, knowing they'll be there in the future when you need them. That's, that's exactly correct. That third bucket needs to be the biggest one in your tool shed because it's designed for the money that you don't intend to touch for a decade or more into retirement. And many financial services professionals advocating placing bucket three money in assets with growth potential. Yeah, it's good to have a balance uh, of that money and, and money that's at risk, money for growth, uh, green money that you know will be there, and then uh, you know more liquid money. So uh, that's really helpful. And I'm glad that you referenced a financial services professional earlier in the show here because it occurs to me uh, gardens, uh, the traditional variety and financial variety can be a lot of work. So just like you might recruit some help from your grandkids or a neighbor to help you with your garden, why not work with a financial services professional to make sure your financial garden is healthy and growing in a sustainable way, right? That's honestly a great way to think about it. Now, systematic withdrawals are the next way to tend to a financial garden that can help see you through retirement. With this method, you take a percentage of your assets during your first year of retirement and then increase that amount just slightly in years to account for inflation. For many, limiting withdrawals to 4% of a nest egg is common. Well, and I've read a fair amount about systematic withdrawals, Nick, especially that 4% rule you just mentioned. And mm -hmm. though it's a solid strategy, and we've talked about this on the show and Herstel's talked about this, there are potential <coughs> drawbacks, correct? Oh, there, there definitely are. And, you know, that 4% rule makes assumptions about two things. The first is how your investments will perform into the future. And the second is how long your retirement's going to last. And as we all know, predictions are far from a guarantee. Depending on what happens, you may have to shrink that percentage that you're taking out of your nest egg. Or on the other hand, you may be able to bump it up a bit. Right. And everybody's situation is different. I mean, your financial garden is like a regular garden. You can do all the due diligence in the world, but it's impossible to know 
when that storm might come along and wipe out half your crop, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's why both your financial and traditional gardens need to be nimble and diverse. You wouldn't want to spend all spring and summer growing just one vegetable. You grow a variety of items to increase your odds of success. And, well, the same idea applies just as neatly to your financial garden. Wow, that's a great point. And, you know, this has been a great discussion so far today, but we should probably take a quick break here. Do you have anything else for us, Nick, before we do? Well, definitely. Listeners, as always, I would urge you to please visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office at 541-773-9567 to discuss how our team might be able to help answer any of your questions and concerns about your path to retirement. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones, right after this. Congress just passed major retirement law changes, and it could impact your retirement income or the legacy you hope to leave to your beneficiaries. Contact Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions at jonesfinancialtalk.com or by calling 541-773-9567 to explore the impact. The law took effect on January 1st, so don't delay. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Jones Financial Talk. Once again, this is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, please give me a call at 541-773-9567 or visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while you're there, feel free to look at our radio page and and check out some past shows. It's going to provide you with some, some previous shows and a number of topics that might interest you. Now, listeners, during today's show, we've we've taken inspiration from all those green thumbs out there who are beginning the time-honored tradition of dropping seed into their soil to discuss how you can grow your financial garden. All right. Well, today's show's been a lot of fun so far. How do you want to kick this segment off, Nick? Well, another component in your financial garden is Social Security. And the objective is to maximize Social Security, and there's a bit of science to it. Um, First... How much Social Security you receive each month is determined by when you start claiming it. The current full retirement age is between 66 and 67, depending on your birthday. So starting your Social Security clock early means your monthly check is going to be smaller. Let's say you begin filing at the earliest age of 62. If your full retirement age is 67, you're only going to get about 70% of what you would have had in the full allotment. And if your full retirement age is 66, you're going to receive about 75% of what you would have had for your full Social Security benefit. Now, conversely, if your full retirement age is 67 and you continue to work until you're 70, you're going to receive about 124% of your full Social Security benefit. And if your full retirement age is 66 and you continue to work until you're 70, you'll receive about 132% of your full Social Security benefit. Well, and when it comes to your financial garden, Social Security is one of those crops that you uh, want to plant at just the right time. So working with someone like yourself is very important. I know that you and Herstel have this Social Security maximization report that you can run for folks, right? Definitely. We love to use that report with, with our clients and prospects. And, you know, gardens are one of those things that are entirely dependent on weather. I mean, if you live in a colder climate, or an area with all four seasons, you may have a limited amount of time to cultivate your garden. 
However, if you live in one of those places where it tends to be warm year-round, you have more growing options. It's much the same with your financial garden. One way to keep your financial garden growing after you retire is to work part-time. And whenever I give this advice to clients, I'm always certain to emphasize the importance of working a part-time job, doing something that you genuinely enjoy. Most green thumbs work in the garden because they enjoy it. And after you're retired, you should only cultivate your financial garden with activities that you enjoy. Now, that makes perfect sense. I, I really like that. Uh, great advice. And I know a fair number of people who are retired, and I'm struck by just how many of them work at least a day or two a week. And to your point, almost none of them do it just because they need the money. They do it really to get out of the house, to socialize, and to stay active. And I think that is so important. Definitely. Definitely it is, Tony. That's a great point. You know, a, a traditional garden and a financial garden can both be terrific in ways to spend time around some of your favorite people. Another potentially strong seed for your financial garden is tax efficiency. Remember, taxes don't stop when you retire. You still have to fork over taxes on your tax-deferred retirement distributions. And on the flip side, you don't have to pay taxes on Roth, IRAs or Roth 401k distributions as long as you've had that account for at least five years and you're older than 59 and a half. Yeah, there's that 59 and a half rule again. <laughs> Magic age. <laughs> I, I, well, I always love that when our government, it's classic IRS, uh, they, they couldn't have just made it 60 or 59. Uh, they had to complicate the math by making it 59 and a half. Um, but taxes, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big one. Because a lot of people think, oh, my taxes are going to be much lower in retirement because I'm not working. But you still have income. You've got to have income That's to right. live off of. And some states even tax Social Security up to 85%. So it depends on where you live, too, mm -hmm. how much of your Social Security will be taxed. So uh, that's that. if ever there was a reason to cultivate a financial garden with the help of someone like yourself, a financial services professional, this is a good one. You've got that right. That's a, a huge topic for many of my clients in our reviews. And um, in retirement, you may be able to shrink your taxes by keeping a sharp eye on your tax bracket each year and by leaning more on Roth savings if you start creeping into the upper levels of that next tax bracket. And when you have a lower income year, you may be able to do a Roth conversion to swap some of your tax deferred savings for Roth savings so you aren't slapped with taxes on those distributions down the road. Right. Yeah, that's really important. And, you know, you want to utilize all the tools available to you. And I know we've talked about this on past shows, but if you have the option or opportunity and qualify for a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, you need to take advantage of this, but make sure you work with a trusted financial professional before you make any of these moves or do anything with the, your retirement money. And you know, for a lot of us, getting out the garden tools and digging into a tax strategy, well, that's about as much fun as stubbing a toe in the middle of the night. Uh, but I guess it can pay big dividends, so it's, it's worth it, right? Yeah, it is worth it, Tony, for sure. And, you know, as you work on your tax strategy, you have to keep an eye on your required minimum distributions that often begin now when you turn 72, because if you don't, you could face penalties if you don't take those annual withdrawals. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. And there's the IRS penalties again. And, uh, you know, when you talk about taxes, you're going to be talking about the rules and the penalties. And so, 
uh, yet an, yet again, yet another reason to work with someone like yourself, a trusted financial services professional. Now, our time is about up for this segment. We're going to take a quick break here. Why don't you let our listeners know, though, before we go on this break, how they can get a hold of you? Definitely. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us, listeners. Um, you can you can reach us by phone at 541-773-9567. Thanks so much. All right, and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Nick Jones here on Jones Financial Talk right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. And welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host. He's the man with the plan, Nick Jones. That's right. I didn't say Nick Jonas. Sorry, girls. <laughs> it's Nick Jones. And, you know, we've been talking about a great topic today, growing your financial garden. And this is the time of year that a lot of folks do head out into the garden to begin that careful process of growing their favorite fruits, vegetables, flowers, plants. I actually like growing herbs uh, and spices like cilantro. Mm, I like yum. growing that because I love cilantro. I love to use it in recipes and on my food. So it's fun to grow those things you actually use, and uh, that's kind of handy. <laughs> and, you know, on today's show, you've been talking about how we can also grow uh, the kind of financial garden that's going to sustain us for years to come. What do you have for us in our final segment, Nick? Well, thanks, Tony. And, you know, during our first two segments today, we talked about growing a financial garden that provides you with income during retirement. By the time you're kicking your feet up and enjoying retirement, chances are you already know your way around your financial garden. But what about folks who have always wanted to plan a financial garden but aren't sure where to begin? Let's call them the green thumb greenhorns. <laughs> um, the first step is to set both short-term and long-term goals. Sounds simple, right? Yep. But even the simplest steps require discipline, Tony. A solid short-term goal may be to build an emergency fund that can cover a minimum of three months of living expenses. And a reasonable long-term goal may be to save a solid chunk of money for a down payment on a house. So it's one thing to just jot down your goals, but it's an entirely different thing to actually stick to them. And if you do, your financial garden is going to bloom. Yeah, that's good advice. You're right. It's important to have goals, but even more important to actually stick to them. I mean, every New Year's we all make goals, uh, but how many of us actually stick to them? I, I, I know that you when you go to the gym, <laughs> it's always packed in January and February. And by March, it starts thinning out again. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guilty as charged. Um, but let me just add, I mean, if you're turning the soil over in your first financial garden, I think it's imperative that you do work with somebody like yourself because you're going to know every financial gardening tip and trick in the book. Well, mo most of them, I hope at least, Tony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, the next step for financial gardening rookies is to create a budget. Again, a pretty common sense step, right? Yep. But 
I'm confident that you'd be shocked by the number of people who come into my office who have never sat down at the kitchen table and hammered out a comprehensive budget. This happens a lot for people when they're new to retirement. And, you know, one easy budgeting seed for your financial garden is the 50-30-20 method. In this budget, you spend 50% of your after-tax income on essentials like rent, food, and your vehicle. And then you spend 30% on things like your phone, your internet, maybe streaming services. Then finally, that last 20% is earmarked for your emergency fund and retirement savings and saving for a big ticket item like a new car or a, or a house if needed. Oh, that's a great that's a great idea. I like that 50-30-20 method. That's really good. I hadn't heard that before. And, and, you know, when you plant the traditional garden, you do have to plant the right seeds at the right time and then keep a close eye on their progress. And it seems to me that building a budget for your financial garden is a lot the same. I mean, I know we hate to use the B word. It's a dirty word to some people, but uh, budgeting does help. I mean, if it helps, you could call it a spending plan instead of a budget. Some people prefer that. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, what I would tell you, though, too, is um, credit card debt can really affect a budget. And and so you want to reduce that as quickly as possible. And, you know, with regard to a traditional garden, artichokes are considered one of the most difficult vegetables to grow. They require a lot of attention and a lot of work. And that means less time for your tomatoes and strawberries and flowers, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's it's much the same with credit card debt in your financial garden. If you're spending much of your time and energy dealing with credit card payments, you're naturally going to neglect other parts of your financial garden. Yeah, that is so true. And so many of us get caught up in that. I think at one time or another, uh, most Americans have had some kind of credit card debt uh, that they've let carry over too many times. Uh, But getting (laughs) that paid off each month in full is so important. And if you've built up debt... I think it's important to uh, pay that down. Now, you mentioned uh, growing artichokes and how hard that is. Uh, why would you do that to begin with, first of all? Uh, artichokes. <laughs> to eat a lot of mayonnaise or butter ooh, with them. <laughs> ooh, artichokes. Can't, can't do it. But, you know, you, you credit card strategy, that's a, another great reason to work with a financial services professional. And, and you know what? I know a lot of people who are maybe a little embarrassed about their credit card debt. I know that when my wife and I first started working with our first financial professional, we had credit card debt. And that's something we were nervous about. But you know what? With a with a financial services professional like yourself or Herstel, there's no reason to feel that way. You guys have seen it all. You've seen a whole lot. And you're likely to have many of the answers that they may need too, right? That's quite right, Tony. Definitely. Credit cards are, are unfortunately a, a huge topic that we have to deal with uh, for yeah. everyone at one point or another, you know, yep. and um, um, but here's the thing. Even if your retirement is decades in the future, it's still time to drop your retirement seeds into the soil. It's commonly advised at age 35 that you should have a retirement account balance that roughly is equal to two times your annual salary. And at 50, the goal should be to have six times of your salary socked away in a retirement account. Finally, it's recommended that when you hit your late 60s, you should have 10 times your salary squirreled away. Wow. I might be a little behind on that. i am I'm got my pencil out <laughs> trying to, try to do the math here. So what are some of the ways, what are some of the best ways to reach those savings goals? Well, as we've talked about before on our show, Tony, there, there's a number of great retirement savings seeds that you can utilize. 
Uh, first, if your employer offers a 401k or a 403b, make sure you're doing what you need to to get the complete company match if one is offered. And don't forget that everyone with earned income can funnel money into an IRA. I mean, with traditional 401ks and 403bs, you get an immediate tax break because the amount you contribute reduces how much you have to pay in taxes for that year. Traditional IRAs also come with that upfront tax break depending on your income. And when you take your eventual withdrawals from these accounts, you'll obviously owe some taxes. Conversely, Roth 401ks and Roth IRAs provide those tax breaks in retirement because your contributions are made with after-tax dollars, which means you're eventually have tax-free withdrawals. Yeah. And that's what makes Roth 401ks and Roth IRAs so appealing right now. And I think that it's important to look at all the different types of retirement accounts. And you, you know, you open up that gardening shed or go out into your garage and you look for the right tools. You know, if you're going to plant, do you have a spade? Do you need a hand digger? What do you need? And there are so many tools and so many options, so many different different types of seed and fertilizer. Taking care of a lawn or a garden, uh, it can be a lot of work. uh, But what if you had a professional? Uh, You know, what if you had a guy who takes care of lawns for a golf course that could be right there with you, saying, "You need to do this, then this." but don't use that. That won't work for your situation. This will. And in shade, you need this. In sun, you need this. Uh, Those (laughs) experts really aren't there to offer you gardening and lawn advice, at least unless you pay uh, an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, But for your finances, there there is. There are experts that are there to help you. And I know you're more than happy to meet with our listeners. And for that no cost, no obligation consultation, it's amazing, really, Nick, when I think about it and I listen to what you're saying. And I like your analogy today, talking about growing our financial garden. Uh, that is a good one. Is there anything else you want to add for our show today before we go? Well, you know, Tony, we've touched on a lot of great ideas today, as you just mentioned. And um, if you'd like more information, listeners, about what we've discussed, I just really encourage you to visit our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or call our office for that free consultation that Tony mentioned. You can reach us at 541-773-9567. This is what we do every day. We love to help people with their financial goals and and help them build the retirement plans that they've worked so hard to, to achieve. So, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah. And you can also go to jonesfinancialtalk.com. Uh, you can check out past shows for topics you might want to get some tips on and listen to this show, past shows, or subscribe to the show as a podcast. And that does it, Nick. Great show today. That wraps up today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Nick Jones. Take care. And we'll talk to you again soon, listeners. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Nick Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones, Herstel Jones, and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented 
provided are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.